The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month, and every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Hello, and welcome to The Space Between. I'm Danny, and joining me today are author and podcaster Dan Cole. That's me. Executive producer of the Professional Casual Network, Tim France. <laughs> and Twitch gamer, Throwlash Gaming himself, Taylor Hoyt. Oh. Hello, guys. What's God, up? I still love your title. Uh, Executive producer. It's the best. We had that on our calendar for his birthday. Executive oh, no kidding. Producer's birthday. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a legit thing. Uh, so today in this episode, we're tackling issues 13 through 17 of Chris Claremont's run of New Mutants that went from 1983 to 1991. Remember, there's a graphic novel that kicked off the series. Dan actually found his copy of it. He's a liar, though. He said it was in the attic. It was not in the attic. It was in the basement. I can see it. It's right there. Yeah, I don't think right at there. this point we can trust anything he says. Yes. I was mistaken. Agreed. He, he I thought like, it was with all the other graphic novels, but it was with the like, Calvin and Hobbes books. He was digging through boxes from his old high school bedroom, and he was like, oh, look, the new mutants is here, not the attic. And I was like, can't believe a goddamn thing you say to me anymore. He is a GM, so. It's really caused a <laughs> rift in our marriage, for sure. I didn't even um, realize that. <laughs> but we are doing a giveaway of that. Dan will not give away his copy, though. So It'll be new. I'm sorry. And his copy says that it was $4.95. So that tells you how old it is. Hmm. Because don't you, it was probably, what, like a third edition printing or something? Isn't that what you said? Dan's not from 1984? 82? Nah. 87? He's not that old. Oh, wow. Third printing, yes. A third printing. So we're pretty sure that the guy uh, who's super into comics who worked for his dad um, probably gave it to him (laughs) as a gift at some point. Pretty sure. Thanks, Jim. You're not going to listen to this, but thanks. Jim will never listen, but Jim is (laughs) literally the tits. Oh, God, he's the best. I vaguely remember Jim. He was cool. He's so cool. I love him. He's a cool dude. And he like humors our children, which is really cool because he doesn't have to, but he does. <laughs> and he like hangs up Lily's <clears throat> shitty little drawings by like his workspace. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's I mean, adorable. they're cu- they're cute. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah. But he'll like draw with her. It's really cute. Anyway. So. <laughs> shout um, out to Jim. Wherever shout you out are. to Jim. We love you. So like I said, in this episode, we're doing issues 13 through 17. And then next episode, we're going to finish up with. The Demon Bear. The Demon Bear. Cool as fucking Issues 18 through 20. And that is actually what the movie that's coming out on August 28th is based on, is the Demon Bear saga. As far as we know. Pretty cool. Oh, really? I haven't seen anything for the movie. Me neither. You don't watch trailers, but I don't watch trailers. I mean, you're not going in blind. You've read I know exactly what's happening, but I'm going in blind. I'm really curious how they're going to adapt it, but you know, we'll talk about that. Yeah. When we talk about those issues. Right. Um, So let's kick it off with issue 13, which is school days, which is spelled D-A-Y-S-Z-E. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like a sauce or something, I think. I don't know why (laughs) all those extra letters are there. Why is it not just school days? (laughs) I'm going to look it up. See if that spelling Um, is in reference to something from the time that's. We're not getting because I've heard of like school days, like D A Z E, like you're in a daze. Yeah, well, I think it's just makes a lot putting of those two words together. Maybe? What if it was referencing the zombie survival horror shooter um, Daisy, uh, spelled phonetically, not phonetically, anti phonetically, where it's spelled <laughs> days Hang and on, then Z. When when did that come out? Daisy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Two thousand and something. Probably not referencing. More than 20 years later. No, that's what I said. Referencing the future game. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's nothing with the exception of this issue. Really. <laughs> okay. So maybe he was just putting the two the days the two different spellings of days together. Could be. He didn't want to confuse anybody, but he confused right. four adults. And we know <laughs> at this point twenty six years later. <laughs> by issue thirteen, we know that he goes very in depth with everything. Oh my god, thirty I'm not a math person, man. <laughs> Tim is Sorry. not good with numbers. No. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> Go on. She was. I um, didn't hear a word you said. It's okay. I don't. I don't remember what I said. Um, so super weird spelling. At this point, Amara has joined the team. Remember from the last arc that we did, she is magma, so she can like control tectonic plates and whatnot. So she is joining the team. She's at. Xavier's mansion, which we knew that she was going to join the team and figure out her powers and everything super out of place because she's going from like a society that's like stuck back in the first century to, you know, the 1980s. So everything is really unfamiliar to her. So they have a cookout. Politics has remained exactly the same, though. That's fair. Essentially. yeah. People still stab people in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cannibal tries to show off. He spills soda all over her nice dress. Clearly labeled Moxie. (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, because they cause all showed was, up for like a cookout. Yeah. And like uh, jeans and shorts right. and like, stuff. As as you would. And she showed up for dinner. Like, like a formal. Like Rome dinner. Yeah. Toga. Toga. Yeah. Toga. She Yo, toga. Can we do that? that? Can we make our 4th of July party a toga party? You don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Get my, your independence from pants. <laughs> my, my poor wife. <laughs> You just have to wear a toga that only goes over one shoulder so GB can see your glorious nipples. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, so he spills soda all over her dress. She gets really upset. She runs into the woods. She just wants to be left alone. We see a little like lover's thing where Danny wishes that uh, Roberto would throw some affection her way. It's like, girl, don't don't go chasing. He's kind of a douchebag, number one. Don't go chasing him. Yeah, but he's pretty he's much the Wolverine. He's not <laughs> even invulnerable. When he's blasting. Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. invulnerable. Faux <laughs> show. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Amara, you know, causes some kind of like issues with like tectonic plates or whatever when she's super upset because she still can't control her powers because they're very, very new. If you will remember, they manifested after she was thrown in a volcano. Right in that lava. So, yeah. Must have felt good. So Project Wide Awake is a Hellfire Club thing. And they have a really bad thing with one of the... Sentinels. Sentinels, Sentinels. yeah. <clears throat> yep. So that kind of, like, literally they had to shut it down because they got hacked. They exploded it. Yeah. And they were like, how much was it? Like $4 million? Like yeah. Four, five or something like that, yeah. $4 million Four. $1982. So that's like $30 bajillion. $1983. American money. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> 1983 money is an American. I was confused. <laughs> how many of those hard seltzers have you had? I've had one and a lot of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Shout out to my boyfriends, Ben, Jerry. So it's like two and a half times that now. Oh, boy. Wow, that much more? Yeah, annual inflation over this period was 2.65%. So. But the minimum wage didn't move. Nope. (laughs) And bread still isn't a nickel. Anyway. (laughs) um, So that was a big deal, but they got hacked, and it's like, who the hell is hacking them? And then we find out it's Doug and Kitty. It's Doug and Kitty. Aw, yeah, they should have a show. (laughs) Well, and the... So when they're talking about this, too, I think it's super bullshit because they're like, oh, I just logged into AOL.com. And like, <laughs> and I was when, given all of his bank information. Right. And when it's there, it's like, oh, someone is controlling the Sentinel to fucking try to kill us. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, this must have been a government site. That's weird. And like, <laughs> oh, no, Doug knows exactly what he's doing. Is Doug Cypher? Yes. Is he? Hey, okay. Hey, Kitty, do you want to come snuggle? She's like, you don't like me like that. So this Get is kind of interesting here with Doug, because um, it's like Kitty's like, oh, he's just really good with computers. It's like he knows the language. And it's like he they don't realize he's a mutant yet. It sounds like. Yeah. His yes. mutant power is that he can in, like intrinsically understand any language that he comes across. So That's pretty does cool. he know he's a mutant yet? I don't think so. It's hard to tell just from this little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't think he does yet. But yeah, he becomes known as Cypher later on because he can decipher anything. It'd be like if your mutant power was understanding the Pythagorean theorem. 
Like you wouldn't have an opportunity to use it until you're a certain age anyway. Then you're just like, wow, I'm really good at this. <laughs> you're like three and you understand the Pythagorean theorem. Right. And your parents are like, something's messed up here. <laughs> Who it's told you what the Pythagorean theorem was? <laughs> Who did this? Doug is kind of interesting because he's he gets a lot of s- s- crap for having a super lame mutant power. But yeah. he's really important right now in the X-Men. Yeah, he is. Because they live on the island of Krakoa. Nobody can understand Krakoa's language except for Doug. So he is Yo, the talk liaison about power. to so, there. And so. they expand it too. So he can understand body language and like people's emotion. You know what I mean? Any type right, of yeah. emotive. Like most people, he gets better at it and he can ex- you know, expand what he d- can do with it over time. Yo, if Lord, I were Doug, actually, I would be like, you know what Krakoa wants? For you to go get me some sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Krakoa also wants for you to make out with me. Just, that's I'm, just I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, the messenger. I'm just, yeah, I'm I don't just know translating. You Can you understand Krakoa? No. Okay. So I, just I think actually in the modern day that would be like super important because you throw a programming language in front of him. Does that work too? Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Oh, and that's what he's doing here. That's why he's so good with the computer. Yeah. Right. So somebody who makes their own programming language to do whatever, like virus, whatever, blah blah blah. You know, it, the guy would be like, "Uh, this is bad." Yeah, he'd this be what real day bad. super hacker. Because I mean, eighty three, like this is all like on MS DOS, isn't right. it? Yeah. Thank you, Al Gore, oh, for God. the internet. <laughs> Remember, like. 80s hackers in movies where they're like furiously typing on the keyboard yeah. and like they haven't gotten better they still do that yeah. you know you yeah. know what doesn't they happen the smoking. it's weird you know, you know what doesn't yeah. happen what? when you write programs <laughs> a lot of it is how is this not compiling what the oh fucking semicolon god damn it <laughs> all about chain smoking so they're eating groat chips which i've never heard of they have a bag that just says grilled chips, real cheap, real bad. I think that and the moxie is just the yeah. artist. Yeah. Uh, and it's Salvashima just having um, fun. And it also like helps to give us a timeline, right? Because moxie cola was like super popular in the 80s. Yeah. Not super popular. Apparently, grilled like chips were, or were they just cheap? Maybe. Bad. Um, we find real out. Cheap, yeah, real cheap and real, real bad. bad. <laughs> Kitty's parents are getting divorced, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, on our way to dance practice, Professor X does like the mind thing uh, to tell her to return to the mansion. And when she does, she finds Amara um, who's upset in the woods. And Kitty's like, hey, are you sure you don't want to talk to him? And Amara's like, leave me alone. Amara's doing her best impression of the Hulk. Yeah. Leave me alone. She just wants to be left alone. Um, and we see there's some like tension between Kitty and the new mutants. Uh, she calls him like the baby. baby Sam X. says it. I was like, oh, why do you want help from us ex-babies? Yeah, must have been something I think there was a moment in Uncanny X-Men where they had a fight and she calls them the ex-babies. Yeah. Even though uh, she's their age. Like around the right. But she's, a but she's an X-Men. Yeah. Because she has useful power. Sorry. <laughs> she's not even a vulnerable when she's blasting, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, she can turn around. Like, well, that's fair. <laughs> she can maneuver. Um, so, yeah, that it was kind of frustrating to me. I know Dan has explained to me multiple times that, you know, as this comic is growing, like with the story, other things are happening along the same timeline. And like they tend to like jump around in right. each book. So it's like, OK. Which can Last be really video, where, where the fuck did Kitty come from? Like, what? Why? It's like when you realize that like the Romans and the uh, the Mayans were like during the same timeline, right? Yeah, and you're like, like, wait, what? what? I don't Who? know if this was exactly the Mayans. It might have been the Aztecs, but right. still, yeah. Like either way, they didn't have a Senate. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They didn't have bronze. Boom. They used crystal skulls. Yeah. I learned that from Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shia LaBeouf. Um, Shia Professor. Let's do it. Professor X gives her a scolding for being late. Um, I already said that. Sorry. Um, and he tells her to quit being a bitch about the, the issue with her and the new mutants. Um, so He's like, will you just knock it off already? Right. Like, grow up. And she's like, like, I'm 16. And it's like, well, he's very like, um, like, he's not very understanding that he's working with teenagers. I don't Which is weird, because at this point, he has been for quite yeah. a while. Yeah. Come on. It's not like you can read minds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't think the man had a teenage years. Like, yeah, probably you know, not. Like, yeah, he, he was doesn't so, get it. I mean, he was a genius. Uh, like, right. Imagine prodigy, the, so he may have just kind of skipped that. Imagine yeah. the, the burden of knowing everyone's thoughts all the time as a teenager. Fuck me. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 
Fuck me. Fuck um, me. <laughs> <laughs> is this is a clean show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is this for the kids? Yeah. This, for this the is kids. for the babies. This is for the ex-babies. Bleep me. <laughs> like. And then another thing, another thing <laughs> that is brought up like casually, apparently Roberto and Rain were injected with the chemical that created Cloak and Dagger, but who the fuck are Cloak and Dagger? Sorry. Who the bleep are Cloak and Dagger? I don't know. It's probably in that graphic novel we were told. We no, supposed to. no, that was in an annual. I don't remember. I forget. It said it, it was either the, the New Mutants War, annual right? or a Cloak and Dagger annual. Okay. No, it was a Marvel team up. Yeah. So yeah. It was just another different series. They just were like, hey, these are cool characters. We include them here. And it seems like a neat story. Sunspot and, and Wolfsbane kind of get powered up from this stuff and yeah. then they get better. But and so it's like very glossed over. And it does um, come up again. Right. Later. Yeah. But the thing about it, like, I get they're trying to sell things. Like, I, I told right. Them. Yeah. Go see Marvel <laughs> Team Up number mm-hmm. thirty-seven. Oh yeah, it's not subliminal. <laughs> not right. even a little bit. Uh, but it's super glossed over. Like, don't worry about it. They're good now. Apparently, Cannonball invited Cloak and Dagger to join them at the school, but that got shut down. They have computer lessons and dancing lessons and Nunchuck it's lessons, school and. Oh, From God, the grocery store. <laughs> and they're doing school at the grocery store. Um, Stevie's there running danger room simulations. Like, Who the fuck is Stevie? <laughs> she's she's a, this is a clean show. Right. <laughs> I was fucking around. Um, Who this bitch? Who she's this a dance bitch? teacher. She's not a mutant with no powers. And she's she's apparently their only teacher yeah. and runs danger room simulations, which Professor X literally won't let anyone else touch. Right. right. And she's got a bum knee. That's her mutant power. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my knee. No. Only at the right opportune time. She used to be an adventurer, yeah. too. Only. I heard. <laughs> Stop it. Get out. Who'd she marry? Oh, God. Danny shot her in the knee. Oh, it's know. a saying. Okay. Rain oh. is still jealous of Amara because she thinks that there's something going on with her and Cannonball. And again, it's all just. So uh, does Rain like Cannonball? Oh, yeah. Yes. Or does Rain like Roberto? Yes. Cannonball. Or does everyone like everyone? Yeah. I mean, they're a bunch teenagers. of teenagers, yeah. so oh, yeah. it's like, oh, school? they have a pulse. But Rain is like a mix <laughs> of like, going. oh, he's cute, but also the devil. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, she's Rain. nice, but a witch. And I like, want to like Rain so bad, but she is such a bitch all the <laughs> she time. Is, she's, she's a very like big wet blanket. Catholic. Yeah. Did you guys not go to Catholic school? Because y'all are like the devil right now. True. <laughs> you didn't go to Catholic school ever. Shut no, up. I didn't. You're damn right. Yeah, yeah. I was backwoods Baptist. Like, yeah. You're all the devil. Huh? <laughs> you playing so, the foosball, Roberto? <laughs> so it could be a combination. Maybe she's jealous of Amara. Also, she confided in Amara when she thought that she was an Amazon because she was in disguise and apparently she couldn't tell that she just had too dark foundation on. Um, but she like <laughs> confided in her mutant powers and stuff because she didn't think that Amara could speak English. I can see the animosity there. I can't yeah. see it in every other situation. That- For real. Yes. Amara has to do her time in the danger room. She doesn't like the idea of Professor X being in her head. So she... Was like, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, dude, you fucking know he's a telepath. Like, right. he's got to be linked to you somehow. I'm upset. Yeah, it's like, that's an invasion of my privacy. And it's like, girl. You signed up for this. You signed up for this. I mean, or you could go burn down Rio with a fucking volcano. Right, like, yeah. That's your like, other option. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so later she eavesdrops <clears throat> on Xavier and Lalandra. Again. She, again. He does not keep his, like telecommunications private. He probably shouldn't have everybody on speakerphone all Maybe the time. Maybe don't, yeah, don't have you know? giant glowing hollow calls with a <laughs> door that's wide open. Imagine how awkward that is when they have phone sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can't. because Do you feel that? It doesn't work. No, my legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. Oh, oh God. Christ. Now hit me with this reed. <laughs> Oh, Freddie got Queen finger show. joke. <laughs> I can almost feel it. Uh, Lalanda had to go off to fight her sister, who took over her throne. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, Space oh, that's a big deal. 
I'm just blah 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 whatever that. Okay. They space blah, opera. They blah 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 whatever. It's like, oh yeah, she had to go fight her sister who usurped her throne. And it's like, yeah, when you're hanging out on Earth okay, with bye. Professor X, like, yeah, you don't get to be the Empress anymore. Sorry. Right. Um <laughs> I'm gonna rule everybody from like six galaxies away. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, the absentee ruler. So Amara, you know, kind of talks to him a little bit about how much he misses her and stuff like that. Um, she says that she sees a lot of the same traits in him as she sees in her father. So she decides to stay, which it's very interesting how parallel this decision and like Danny's decision when she overheard Professor X, like yeah. she wants to leave too, but she's like, no, I got to stay. So and Amara, decides to stay. And Amara's right. Professor X is a fat senator that can stab um, other senators with swords <laughs> yeah. in trials by combat. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I would stay too. Absolutely. The same person. <laughs> Absolutely. Essentially. Um, so lots of like character and story development there. Uh, issue 14 is Do You Believe in Magic? With and, a I K. Know, and I know you do. It's in a young girl's heart. Why is everybody looking at me? You'll always have a friend wearing big red shoes. I only know the McDonald's commercial. <laughs> well, I know it's a Team Fortress like, too. I feel like he's waiting for the next line, and I don't know it. I don't the, know the it. Meet the pyro. The people with a candy cane. So this I found super interesting because I know of magic. I know very basic bits about her backstory, like she's Colossus's younger sister, and We're she's so got hot. a badass sword. Oh God, I love Colossus so much. Right. Oh. Oh, Colossus is yeah, so hot. Half chub. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. man's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Um, Just really, his work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of my knowledge. So reading this issue was really fun for me to get to know more about her. Apparently, Magic's she spent cool. seven or more years in limbo with Belasco the demon. What? And overthrew him. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters. She I was love like, that. Magic she was is like, super I, cool. I run this bitch now. And she was like seven. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Holy crap. Which imagine From seven how to 14, terrifying. she was stuck in limbo. Yeah. But like she was only gone on earth for a year, but like half her life passed when she was in limbo. So she comes back and all of a sudden she's 14, but it's only been a year. And everybody's like, could you imagine like Lily going somewhere and she's gone for a year and she comes back and she's a teenager? I mean, attitude wouldn't change at all. Not even a little bit. No. <laughs> yeah, but she comes back like the Empress of Hell. Right. Like with a sword that she pulls out of nowhere. Yes. Also wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> She'd whip him in shape. Yeah. Devils are nothing if not lawful. That's fair. That's true. Actually, yeah. That's yeah. Really they true. do follow that hierarchy. Yeah. I found out command. the other day that uh, Fozzie Bear is chaotic good. Okay. Makes sense. <clears throat> <laughs> He's got the face. Yeah. Just assume the position of argument. Yeah, I don't know about that. And yeah. uh, Kermit is lawful good. Yeah, that's spot on. Right. I would say yeah. neutral good. Well, for Fozzie? No, he's chaotic. no for for Kermit. So there was a scene <laughs> from one of the, I think it was a movie where they uh, they kidnap Jack Black. Um, and Fozzie kids kidnaps Jack. Jack Black uh, and Kermit's like, you know, you can't kidnap Jack Black. That's terrible. And he's like, well, kidnapping Jack Black or like the destruction of the Muppets, like, or I mean, no, uh, uh, minorly inconveniencing Jack Black or like destruction of the Muppets. And like, which one's worse? Kermit's like kidnapping someone that's bad. And I was like, oh, Fozzie's chaotic. Good. I mean, got it. He's got a point. He's got a point. Um, so they foreshadow that she's mastered her powers or when she mastered her powers, she'll become the gateway for a demon like Belasco coming to Earth. Um, you know, all kinds of like weird foreshadowing that was kind of confusing to me. But I was like, eh, I'm sure they'll. There's also that super important blood amulet that has bloodstones, which will never be mentioned again. Right. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which I was like, that's OK. They'll go back to it. And they never do. I right. totally forgot about that. They yeah. probably did in X-Men or some other. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. When she's 40. Right. See Captain America issue 74. <laughs> <laughs> Just call um, the Fantastic Four. Like they can do anything. Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah. Uh, it's snowing. So again, they're using weather to show the passage of time. Danny makes the spirit form of a palm tree to help Amara feel less homesick, which is super nice. Spirit um, form of a palm tree. And, uh, you know, apparently it's a good memory with Roberto under the palm trees. Hey. Um, and then Danny gets mad about it again because she's like, why doesn't he like me? It's like, girl, you're just not his type. Um, and we find out that Xavier can't read Magic's mind 
And he thinks that she's hiding something. She's kind of a big from him or vice versa, which I think is really cool that like that's someone that he he just can't read her mind. That panel, too, where he's like leering at her out the window. is like super intense. <laughs> and they all point like, at him, too. They're like, there he is. Look at that creepy fuck. <laughs> like, there's our teacher um, staring at us. Um, and not then, our dance teacher, though. Yeah, not the, the <laughs> other. Professor X is an awful dance teacher. <laughs> he's terrible. Why? Terrible. I call uh, this one. He's white. He has slug. no rhythm. Oh, fair. <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, and then they kind of tease us with like a, a little image of Sim, who was one of the demons. Sim. 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 Sim but not Simba. Um, so the new mutants decide to throw Professor X a party because, you know, he's sad and stuff. So they go to the mall. You know, and they're like, wow, this place is still destroyed. Let's go. To yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they're still working on this. I, I We've had two panels of winter. <laughs> I didn't think we did that much damage. Four five million dollar robots destroyed half yeah. the mall. Yeah. yeah. Literally took out <laughs> floors. Right. Yeah. Parking lot. Like, yeah. Everything. Just yeah. this 30 foot tall thing fell on top of it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take you a while. Dummy. And then Cannonball was blasting. He yeah. was just blasting. And yep. at that point, he couldn't turn. So he was just blasting. Oh, yeah. He was straight just near shit. invulnerable. And didn't he <laughs> blast through a tree while they were playing out in the snow? Oh, yeah. He was trying to show off or something. Yeah. And he wasn't paying no, attention. No, that was, was going like always. a couple issues ago he oh, did though, yes. bring a sentinel into orbit and then bring it back slamming it into the mall <laughs> which right. is funny because yes. everything else he touches while he's blasting is in is near and vulnerable right. but not that sentinel well, it was too big i think that's what she said <laughs> so at the mall they run into some of the uh human kids that they know they ask amara where she's from she says rome and they're like oh i've never been to that part of new york I I've heard that. it's nice. That was so <laughs> good. It was oh, nice. It's not nice. No, I'm just kidding. I've never been to Rome. Um, they have uh, garlic nut sandwiches. Oh, fuck at this me. Place. It's called Mazzaferro's. Can you put cheese on it? They put cheese on it. God damn. It's like a chicken cutlet. Guys, so, it's going here. I'll see you later. <laughs> Let's road trip it tomorrow. Hang on. I got to get my Put those headphones back on. <laughs> um, apparently, it's also Ileana's birthday, which... Ilyana and Magic are the same person. Happy just birthday, FYI, in Ileana. case you don't know. <laughs> what a what, a what a mouthful <laughs> for real. Um, Xavier is doing some reading. Is he really reading the Necronomicon? Yeah, really for sure. If you look at it close, he's reading the Necronomicon. That's yeah. really because cool. he's looking into. He's trying Satan. to learn about magic. Satan. Magic with a K. With a CK. Yeah. Wants to learn how to cook things. Wait, with a CK. CK is when you're talking about like magic that you perform. In the world, Ilyana's code name is magic with just a K. Gotcha. So cool. I kept fixing is that like it for Muzak you. and music? Sure. No. No, it's music oh. and Muzak. Uh ball sick and ball sack. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had a ball sick, but then I went to the doctor and then it came back to a ball sack. It turned back good. into a ball sack. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> um Sim attacks Xavier because he name drops Doctor Strange. Like so it's like, no. I'll kill you now. Um, and Big purple demon. The new mutants try to call the school from the mall, but no answer. So they're like, hey, let's go in there and find out what's going on. It's going to be an ambush. Here 100% we go. 100% of the time. Every time like they call, every leave a time. message. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Professor X is either, you know, being attacked by a demon or possessed by a bug demon. Yeah. Or having space yeah. aliens. Wife. Well, yeah. we're just not on the planet at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So Magic Volunteers. The or his wife. Or in Massachusetts. Or his yes. girlfriend. Yes. yes. All of the above. Magic Volunteers to scout ahead because maybe everything's fine. They want to make sure that Professor X isn't around so that they can decorate for the party. So she's like, I'll scout ahead. No problem. He can't read my mind. Um, and Amara, she like starts talking shit about her and about magic and how she's saying how she's like Celine from the New Rome place and like a demon mutant a horrible person and it's like girl calm your tits you don't know her but she is a mutant she like, is you almost mutant. destroyed a whole city right like calm the fuck down because yeah. you got yeah. mad and hot so you oh, got God. too hot too hot and you almost destroyed like, you're Rio. talking to the fucking ruler of hell <laughs> she right. limbo she tone it down limbo not limbo. hell okay right Very Sorry. yeah yeah so as magic checks out the mansion Things seem a little too quiet. And then Sim attacks. He was her torturer in limbo. And he grabs her 
in his history as a torturer prevents her from using a level five disintegrate spell on his ass. I'm reading these verbatim from the notes that I did not type. <laughs> I typed up the notes and then Tim added some embellishments. I really should have read through these before we started recording. A lot. It does not get better. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, so she's, fuck me. I just want to pause for a second read ahead so no, it's not so totally. Does an auto-policy cover damage by demons and limbo? Does an auto-policy? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. No, I'm so, crying. I'm crying. So Tim wrote, luckily she can react with her mutant powers and send the new mutant straight to hell or limbo, including Stevie and her shitty sob. Talking point, does an auto-policy cover damage by demons and limbo? <laughs> She then teleports them right back to the living room, car included. <laughs> and Dan, he, there's a question for you in there. So it looks like, I'm assuming Tim is, is asks, do her teleportation powers work like Nightcrawler's in that when Nightcrawler teleports, he opens up a portal to a realm. They don't know what it is for a long time. And he goes in and then he opens up another portal while in there to a different space on Earth. And that's why he has the Banff and the Brimstone stuff that is like the atmosphere of the the realm that he travels through right um as far as i understand it's not limbo that he goes through because he's the father of azazel or Azriel. Azriel is his father he's the son of yes, yes. <laughs> Azriel, who is i forget because there's so matter. many different it demons and devils and stuff. See, that's funny because I'm playing a D&D campaign and we are, are in D&D hell. Uh, it's Descent into Avernus and Azrael mm. is the big bad. Mm. Right. That's yeah. kind of cool. Nice. I wonder if we'll see Nightcrawler. Maybe. If probably. You're lucky. That'd be pretty cool. If you go out early enough and dig, you'll probably get a, hand. <laughs> <laughs> a whole handful of them. Uh, but as far as magic's teleporting powers are different it just it opens a direct portal from one place to another and hers go through time as well not right. just space which is pretty cool which is crazy yeah, i just they, thought it was cool the continuity of i believe nightcrawler goes to hell or, or something like it, some other plane dimension. of uh yeah yeah and then goes from there and that magic does something very similar except that hers is on a mass scale so it brings everyone to limbo and then you gotta go from there yeah so mm -hmm. she brings you to the bus station. <laughs> uh, another quick point, um, as we'll see later in the series, uh, it's it's kind of hit or miss whether she comes out on the right time. Yeah. Right. So really super lucky that she pulled yeah. them out of one time and put them back in at the same time. Right? Yeah. Well, again, she's developing the powers. They don't work perfect all the time. Right. Which yeah. I think is really cool because she's super resistant to using her powers at all. And all the other new mutants are normally like, yo, just... Just get us there. Right. Just yeah. Like, no right. way. It's a last call. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You don't yeah. have no idea what could happen. <laughs> yeah, right. The first time I did this, I was stuck in limbo for seven years. Right. right? So. <laughs> and nowadays in the comics, she does it all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, no yeah. problem. She's, she's total control. And she's over older it. now, right? Or is she still like. I mean, everybody's aged in the comics throughout. Like the X-Men are all like not middle aged, but. Definitely well, in their 30s. Wolverine's late a little 30s. older. Well, Wolverine's yeah. different, but <laughs> different. yeah, they've all aged. Wolverine has aged the least. <laughs> yes. So Sim is too strong to fight, but Danny's powers actually work on him, which is awesome. And I love seeing her use her powers and have it be successful. So she makes a spirit form of Belasco himself, which makes Sim into a simp bitch. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> um, so Stevie grabs Ileana, who can't like manage or whatever, because moving them around like takes it out of her or whatever. Um, so magma encases Sim and rock, which is pretty cool, but he breaks out. He chases down Stevie and magic. Um, her bum, Stevie's bum knee activates and she falls. It's <laughs> really funny. Um, Sim catches up. Magic wakes up and, you know, kind of like, I'm going to skip over all this. You know, it's really good. It's really good. Oh my God. Um, I'm reading it for the first time now. It's yeah. so amazingly stupid. It's really good. I'm going to read it because I feel like the right people will enjoy it. Um, so Sim catches up. Magic wakes up and uses Ray of Frost, a zero level spell. Magic uses Evard's Black Tentacles, fourth level spell. This means we know Magic is at least a seventh level wizard or an eighth level sorcerer <laughs> to restrict Sim's movement. Did you look all that up or just make it up? I knew a lot of it offhand. I did confirm it before I... <laughs> He breaks out of the crowd control spell and magic casts searing ray to no effect. 
Then, this is legit, Magic uses the Soul Sword to take control of Sim and banish him back to Limbo. Sim rationalizes that he's a demon, and he's only, it's in my nature, basically. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, essentially, she just kind of, like, takes over, and she's like, I control you now. That sword does Basically, everything. Literally. That soul sword is the best thing ever. Yeah. Well, it slices, it dices, it julians fries. Makes fries yeah. in three different sizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it, I think it's interesting that she like points this sword at him and is like, hey, uh, you work for me now. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, well, I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> All he, right. He even offers to kill Stevie because she's seen too much. Right. <laughs> like, do you want me to kill her for you, boss? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, no. You're going to send me back to limbo where Belasco is, like, and he'll probably kill me if he finds out. But no, I work for you now. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. But, well, she banished Belasco or something, right? They kind of allude to, they don't show it. Uh, I'm but they're like, oh, yeah, she's the ruler of hell. I guess I follow you now. Like, <laughs> Something like that. Oh, right. You're in charge. Even though oh, you're on Earth. Okay. Jeez. I forgot because you were gone for so long. Whatever. The X-Men show up and Professor X can walk again. He's been trying real hard. Sweet, I guess. Um, that threw me off. Yeah. Because I had no idea. And again, this is something I'm sure has been shown in Uncanny X-Men. We haven't seen that here at all. Yeah. I, I was like... What's is this a dream? Yeah. What the hell is happening? Yeah. It's just so funny. So the X-Men come home and the kids have decorated the house for the party. There's a fucking volcano in the middle of their living room. And that. a shitty sob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shitty sob. They never talk about getting that shitty sob out of there. Yeah, she just, limbo. Boom. It's bad. Yeah. Um, so at some point after or during the party, Xavier pulls Magic side, congratulates her for, you know, confronting Sim. And then they dance. Doug gets to go to Kitty's old school and it's like, hey, why don't you come with me for an interview there? Which is super scary because that school is run by <gasps> the Hellfire Club and Emma Frost. Frost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to get weird in issue 15, which is called Scaredy Cat. Scaredy Cat. No cats in the house. Scaredy Cat. Here's, here's the good news. After that episode, um, I stopped adding as much to the notes. Okay. <laughs> I do love what you added, though. That was pretty amazing. So this issue starts out. Ileana's practicing magic in a room. The X-Men are gone again. So, you know, apparently it's Secret War. Secret whatever. War. Okay. It's amazing. I love yeah. Secret War. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. So Ileana. I just heard about it for the first time. Secret. <laughs> she cast this spell which separates her astral form from her physical form because Kitty went with Doug to the school run by Emma Frost. Massachusetts. And, in Massachusetts. The Massachusetts Academy. And hasn't like checked in or called or anything. And they're all kind of like, now nah, what's really going on? So Iana, her astral form goes to check that out. Turns out Emma Frost, the White Queen, has Kitty captured. Oh, who could have seen that coming? Yeah. Yeah, well, Emma sees it coming. Oh, I meant well, the astral thing. It. She did it. But then apparently both Emma and Kitty saw Ileana's astral, astral form. Yeah. They're not supposed to do that. Right? Yeah. Emma banishes the astral form. And then the new mutants come running. Uh, and Ileana has actually summoned demons. So Oops. they all go running after them. And they're just kind of like... Puffs of smoke when they Big like oof. hit them. Um, so, you know, it's cool. They are like, all right, so this is bad, but we're just the X babies, so we can't do anything. So let's call Fantastic Four because they have the Fantastic Four's hotline number. They have a Fantastic Car. <laughs> they can fly to Boston. Oh, for God's sake. Not even making that up. So they call and the secretary's like, yeah, they're not available. So they're like, shoot, gone. let's call the Avengers. Avengers are also not available. Everybody's gone. So they're like, well, I guess it's going to have to be us. Battle world for Secret War. Yeah. So they all pool their money to get bus tickets. Which is bullshit. <laughs> I love it. I love like, it. Roberto is loaded. He's not anymore. Remember oh, he yeah. like emancipated oh, himself, off. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to use my father's money to get us there quicker. Be real nice now. Be giving him to his power. Be nice yeah. if you were loaded again, bitch. Um, they, to their credit, and I give them a lot of props for this. Before they go, they're like, "All right, let's like get a feel for what what we're up against. Let's run a danger room simulation. Yeah. Against the Hellfire Club. 
Danger Room is like, no, you can't do it. It won't let them do it. They don't have access because it's an X-Men level threat. And they're like, eh, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's anyway. go anyway. Yeah. yeah right. They're teenagers. They don't care. Oh my God. So Sam and Rain have this big talk about religion on the bus. Um, Actually kind of a neat scene. I, by, by I the liked way, it a lot. Stevie's also gone. Bum knee. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so they can't use her. Never yeah. to be seen again. Yeah. Wow. They can, I don't know. Maybe wow. sometime. In the shitty Similar song? to the Dark Phoenix saga, um, Stevie had the, um, the Dark Knee replacement saga, which was happening at a similar time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there was like an editor's note yep. in there. About yep, it. yep, there was. Yep. Uh, I did love this scene a lot between Sam and Rain because he's the oldest, right? Yes. So like, you know, he's kind of taking on like that, the like paternal role for a lot of them, even though Danny's the team leader, he's still, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. A priest told Rain that her mom's death was Rain's fault. And so she would like have to work to make up for that because apparently both Rain and her mom were so awful that God took Rain's mom. Religion is great. I, I, I mean, don't wonder fair. why She's people a redhead turn and to probably it. Probably is the cause of a lot of turmoil. <laughs> I'm really sorry to oh, any listeners God. who are of Catholic origin, but fuck Catholics. Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's just so. Oh, it God. does. I like scenes like this a lot that give us a little understanding of why Rain, a little more understanding of why Rain's the way she is. Where yeah. it's like right. she was brought up this way and. All these crazy things that are happening are constantly forcing her out of her comfort zone mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Have you guys been to a Catholic mass? Actually, I don't think I have been to a Catholic wedding. Oh, I had yeah, a Catholic mass. It got removed. It was on my lower. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Jabez. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been to a number of them and they're sad. Mm. They're like sad. Like you are the most awful thing that ever mm. happened to this planet ever. Yeah. You better beg. I that like, God looks at you ever again. And I it's like, like the Baptist shit. ones where they like sing a lot and they're very happy. But it depends. Don't go to any backwoods Baptist. Well, There's yeah. a lot of different flavors yeah. of Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> I like the happy Baptists. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> That's good awful. Um, yeah, you know, and Sam says this thing. He says, quote, mutant is a label like colored used to be. It don't matter. Like it don't matter. It don't matter. Oh, Good I on you, Sam. Over, over down Good in the uh, Kentucky's Guthrie's a label too. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> There's litters I, of the Guthrie's <laughs> blasted around near and vulnerable. <laughs> One of them's named his da- Lucky. His dad wasn't near and vulnerable though. <laughs> yeah. Oof, big oof. He just wasn't blasting. He just wasn't blasting. Actually, he hard probably enough. was blasting in the mine. Probably. Blasting. So Amara tunnels into the Massachusetts Academy with her badass magma powers. She's so and cool. She's got great powers. It's a trap. What? It's a trap. Who would have seen that coming? Right. Literally, you're trying to sneak into a telepath school. After she just saw one of you. Right. Melting and blowing through a giant metal floor, though, is usually super subtle. Right. I'm sure that there was like, especially because she can like control the tectonic plates. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely no yeah. earthquakes or anything. Yeah. Um. So, uh, issue 16 is called Away Game. And this is big in the like confrontation that the New Mutants have with the, you know, the their counterparts. At the Hellions. The Hellions. Yeah. Just love that. Come on, Hellions. Like. Yo, I want to join Emma Frost's gang just because you're called a Hellion. Oh, uh, you don't. Because she's you're hot. You're called a Hellion. No, you don't want to join them. I don't Do care you, what you say. You don't want to be on this team. You can join them a little bit later. <laughs> um, Have you seen how hot she is, though? Right? <laughs> Emma Frost? She is stupid hot. And God like, damn. Hellion. It's so cool. Yeah, Lin- but- Lindsay, cut this out. They all die. Well, I mean, duh. <laughs> like all of them? Duh. <laughs> it's like it's a, like a, it's big, like a big part of Emma's character is that she sends them on some mission and the entire team gets killed. Jesus. Yeah. Professor X has only done that six times. At this point, <laughs> right, yeah. so. Well, I bet you it's don't want to be on that team. It's because her tits are so high and that bustier just oh, like cut off corset. circulation yeah. to oh, her oh head. God. So she couldn't think yeah, like, straight. Just, God, let me fan him. He's getting rid of the circulation in my head. Let me tell you. Oh my God. This part of the comic got sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because we've been reading it on Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Yes. Yeah, so and when I got to that page, it just wouldn't go forward. <laughs> it made a really weird, like, gum stretching sound. It's still on just... my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. Amara blinds the guards uh, and the new mutants split up. They grab two of the other guards, two of the Hellfire Club guards. Um, and so Danny and Ileana use their outfits as disguises. Uh, Danny scares them into cooperating. She doesn't like using her powers that way, but it's like, girl, you got to do what you got to do. It's really funny, though, because everyone here, their biggest fear is Emma Frost. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Which is really funny. Makes sense. Magma burns a new tunnel. She takes out the generators. Wolfsbane is brown now instead of red, which was really weird. Even once in a while, there's little mistakes like so, that. Coloring mistakes. I think, I don't remember if this was the one, but there's one of them when Danny's not around. Usually she goes into like a half wolf, half human. So mm. she, she can, can still, still talk. talk. Yeah. yeah. So that might have been what it was. That could be. But later in the series when she turns, uh, later, I think like past 18 or something like that, she is yeah. brown yeah. as a wolf. Yeah. yeah and like she they looks forget different. Because right? I feel yeah. like they got a new artist or something like that later. Like way later for though. next, oh, yeah, for sure. next yeah. episode Anyways, when we talk right. about it. Yeah. Um, so then Sorry, we, spoilers. Get, we get, <laughs> cut that out. We get introduced to some of the Hellions. There's Thunderbird and he takes down Sunspot and like really fucks up his back. Yeah. Yeah. Once Give he's captured. Bat you know, break. He, poor Roberto. He's got to get a massage. Oh my kitty. Not yeah. yet. Not yet, but he next does. What? <clears throat> next Thunderbird, time. Dragon Ball Z. It's interesting here. What's that? Yeah, he is. Thunderbird is. Oh, so what's the deal? He someone died or something like that. Or so he's killed someone. Because um, he legitimately doesn't seem like he should be here. All the other right. kind of have yeah. this evil bat. Yeah. So and he's like, James Proudstar. His brother John Proudstar was the original Thunderbird who died on his second mission with the X Men. On Krakoa. No, after that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So that's why oh. he took over the name and whatnot. Later, he becomes uh, Warpath. So is he like? Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So is he like screw Xavier? I'm I'm gonna go work for. Yeah, because his brother died while in his care. Basically, I imagine that's how brother. they get a lot of recruits in the Hellfire <laughs> Club. Like, yo, my brother died working for you. Fuck and that's off, dude. unfortunately one of their super ironic advertising uh, lines too. Is <laughs> Xavier? His students die. That right. won't happen here with the Hellions. Yeah. He's killed Never. like thirty second people. Did you or someone? People. Did you or someone you love die while in service to Professor Charles Xavier? <laughs> if so, join call Emma Frost in the Hellfire Club. Oh, GG Wentworth. Eight cents on cash now. It's my money. And I oh wait, did you or someone you know die in a mission to go recover the other people that died in that mission? <laughs> it's so you circular. Should call Emma Frost. Yeah. There's Roulette, who I had never heard of, that gives you good luck well, or bad luck. There's a good luck. reason you've never heard of any of these characters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cat's Eye is similar to Wolfsbane, but a super creepy cat lady. Well, I, Gross, like that I hate Cat's Eye so much. I like that it's kind of reversed, where she hates being in her human form. Right. Um, super into the the cat form, which is kind of the opposite of Rain. Yeah. Very. Rain loves being in the wolf form. But she doesn't. Go into it as much as she wants. You know what I mean? Like, and like she loves it, but she's she like Rain as if, if Rain had given in to just being and, yeah. that all the time. And like Cat's eye still has a tail when she's a human. Yeah. And like her face looks weird. And stupid yeah. eyes. Yeah. 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 She's a furry. It's oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Tarot has tarot cards. Yeah. And she can like make what, the thing on the cards what? come out and like manifest. Exactly. I mean, that's um, about it. She throws a card and it's like, it's a devil yeah. and then the thing comes out of the card and it's like how, how does that work yeah. it's immune power what yeah. the hell yeah. well and it's it gets advanced too because it's not just like oh i made this image come and attack you it's the devil comes out and also it has chains that turns other people into demons and it's right. like what type of head cannon do you need to actually <laughs> run this power <laughs> can you just make shit up or does she like not can, know can you like take right. a hallmark card and like here's a you know a happy second birthday <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> Yeah. And then it's like out in the world. <laughs> it just wants card. a hug. <laughs> Frosty the snowman comes out. I really appreciate that joke. <laughs> literally, that's the card that Tim got Felix for his birthday. And so Felix cute. kept hugging it. It was really cute. Oh, he kissed it too at one point. Aww. That's adorable. I, I, I must about say that. that his little tiny haircut is oh the cutest. How cute yeah. is he? The he looks cutest. like such a little man now. He needs a bow tie. Oh, yeah. And I'm suspenders. Buy him uh, there's Jetstream, who's a cyborg that's pretty much like Cannonball. Um, not, he can like fly fast and stuff, but he's not invulnerable but he's when not he's blasting. <laughs> but he can make right-handed turns. Yeah, he can. Which is and super he's like important. half cyborg. I can't right? turn left. Yeah, is that what it said? You don't really see it in this issue, but in the next issue, you see like he's got like jet legs and jets coming out right? of his back and stuff. Yeah. So it's weird. 
Uh, and then there's empath who affects emotions. Who's a dick? Who's oh yeah, super fucking powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. Very racist. Extremely. Big old yeah. douchebag. Empath and is, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Super he's a predatory. Yeah. What's that? Um, empath's kind of a big deal later on. He he is very powerful. <laughs> yeah. He's awful. Yeah. He's not like Firefox or whatever that one guy was that had like pheromone powers that kind of got rapey and they retconned. Right. Firefox. That's a browser. There's <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Yeah. So there's a big fight between the new mutants and the Hellions. Um, Emma enters the field. Ileana's soul, her soul sword is the bomb basically. And she ends up, she teleports her and Danny away from there because shit's getting real and everybody else gets captured, wait, wait. which is a super bummer. Very glossing over of that <laughs> issue, you know, and issue 17 is called Getaway. So this is the last one that we're going to talk about in this episode, which is fine because we're getting to the really good part, which you're going to have to wait for next episode. for. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's worth the wait. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like Hellion, Hellion infighting. So they're like fighting amongst each other because um, they're all jerks who are just like mean and bad. Pretty much their outfits, too, are so they're weird. really bad. They're like pink, but with like a white circle on it. And then their gloves have one of those like flares on them. And I'm like, what are you doing right it now? It seems like a random like 70s sci fi movie like yeah. uniform. Like they just threw together yeah. wetsuits and then cut random parts yeah. out. <laughs> you know, like just just go with basic black. Right. It's sleek. It's form fitting. Honestly, if you goes with everybody, if you took all of the like crappy pink parts and made it purple, it would look almost even more evil. Yeah. Like, yeah, but true. I don't know. Hell yeah. Um, and then oh, here, hell in, not hell. Yeah, that's right. Um, Dan has a note here that Thunderbird is the original Thunderbird's brother, which we just talked about. Sunspot's back hurts, so Kitty massages it. Super cute. They're being held in like a dormitory type thing, and Amara's like, wow, if this is their version of like a prison cell, I'd love to see what a mansion looks like. And it's like, mm, it's not, we're being held captive. But they're in like a room that has like power dampeners nice. on. So they can't, like, Kitty can't face through the walls. Cannonball can't, can't go blast. blasting. You can't be nearly invulnerable if you can't be blasting. <laughs> right. Um, so, and then they're so like, sad. and even if we did get out, you know, everybody would just mess us up. So, you know, they're just kind of like hanging out, waiting. And the the real risk is that Emma is like, you guys are going to join me whether you like it or like, yeah, I'm either going to make you do it or yeah. you're going to choose to do it because she wants, you know, she is viewing mutants as a commodity in the world. So the more mutants they have, the more powerful they are. Right. Cause the hellfire club wants global domination in limbo. Danny and Alana wake up. Oh yeah. Cause Ileana got like messed up. She got like kicked in the face by a horse. From one of the tarot cards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She got effed yeah. up. The old horse kick. You know, it'll, it'll do it. Um, Danny fights some demons. Sim is there and gives some weird clothes. And literally my first thought when I saw them, Danny's half naked again. Again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Like just constantly. Okay. That's great. I do like that Sim took care of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's super decent. Yeah. And he was like, because they were like, why are we wearing these clothes? And he's like, I figured you should dress the part. And it's like, well, that's fair. Did you dress us, you creepy old man? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't look. By the fifth outfit, it looked good, so I stayed with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Ileana uh, teleports them back, but they're a year in the future, and they see all the new mutants chilling with the Hellions in their stupid pink outfits. Um and she's like, oh, no, not only can I travel through space, I can travel through time. So we're off. And they actually like look at a calendar and they're like, oh, no, it's summertime. What's going on? And it's daytime. So she tries again and they're only a week ahead that time. And she's like, this is as close as we're going to get. I don't want to try again. We can yeah. be way off. Yeah. So they try to rescue. It's such a stupid rescue mission. Like Danny's going to go in. And Ileana's going to, like, keep guard over the door. And then <laughs> within seconds, the Hellions are there. Oh, because they try to use the phone I'm to, like, call the yeah. mansion again. Just let's see. Yeah, let's just I see if they can remember there. that number. 
I don't know how they didn't realize that if they picked the up that phone and dialed that number, that an ambush was coming. Right. It might not have been at the mansion, but they were about to be Sprugglepot. Right. Yeah, like, doi. Because whenever you call the mansion, you're going to get ambushed. Uh-huh. Every so, time. don't call the mansion. When I, in doubt, don't call the mansion. I, I just think it's so funny because nowadays we have cell phones and the internet and stuff. Like yeah. their, their number one line of getting a hold of someone is, I'm just going to pick up the phone. Yep. And yeah. it's so alien to me at this yeah. point. Like, because I'm so used to just, I don't know, just trying to a message, you know, just send whatever. them a text. See when the last time they were active on Facebook Messenger was. Right. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It's like, why are you using the phone? Oh, right. Yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> so there's instantly... um you know, once Danny goes in and like wakes Rain up, there's a, like a, a Hellion ambush. But they, a lot of the Hellions are not cool with the way that Emma is trying to recruit the new mutants. Because it seems like they all actually want to be there. They like right. it and yeah. they join willingly. Yeah. And they're like, that's not right for her to make you, though. So they have a proposition. Emma is in Boston. So while Emma's away, the Hellions will play. You know what I'm saying? That's what? so stupid. I'm sorry. No, that's um, perfect. So they challenge them to a one-on-one match. So one of their team members against one of the Hellions in their equivalent of the danger room. Right. And just whoever, you know, lasts the longest wins. And if it's one of the new mutants, then they get to go free. They're like, we'll let you go. But if not, you have to join the Hellions. I was surprised with the choices here for both teams. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Not um, Cannonball. No. What? Like, no. dude can't turn. He's just blasting all the time. Yeah, that's right. I 100% vulnerable. would have picked Magma. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. She's definitely the most powerful yes. physically. And, and, and I would have chosen probably Empath, Empath for the Hellion. For yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Jetstream? Right. It's almost as bad as Cat's Eye. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we talk real oh, quick about no. how the danger... Shut up. How the danger room is literally just like a room with guns in it. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> right. Like they definitely have like the cheap Walmart knockoff danger room yeah. where it's like that's what and, the whole Massachusetts even, Academy is. And even right. one of the yeah, new mutants true. is like, wow, well, at Xavier School in the danger room, we can take any image in your mind and recreate it. And here you just have guns. Because yeah, right. they have Shiar technology. Yeah. Well, that's Thanks, so Alondra. Dumb. Yeah. Oh, man. Academy White Queen should totally start mind banging out. Xavier's girlfriend. Oh, so that they can get sweet danger room tech too. Yep. Any mm-hmm. idea yes. how many internet uh, pictures you just made right now? Like, <laughs> give us. How that. did not think of that one before? <laughs> give us that fan fiction. I want it. So Cannonball wins shockingly. No. Um, but Emma and Shaw show up, and they're like, "Yeah, you don't get to." Yeah, make this who told deal. you to make the rules here? Right, yeah. like no. And Shaw's then they're like terrified because Emma and Sebastian Shaw could like outpower them. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, and Cannibal Excuse does me. try to invulnerable blast him, but he gets knocked away. He, he just yeah. hits him, and he's like, Shaw-like. "Oh, now you made me real strong." Bitch slaps him. And the the cool thing about it was it wasn't like Emma didn't do anything. Right. Sebastian Shaw took out all of them. Yeah. Just like, come at me. Yeah. Let's go, <laughs> children. And like any responsible adult, after seeing Cannonball fly into Shaw and get knocked back, Roberto says, <laughs> well, I can do this. Right. Yeah. He's so dumb. I'm the he's strongest. So I'll just punch him. And he's not. Anyways. Well, you'd think that at least they, they can't yeah. practice against them in the danger room. Can't they at least brief him on him? Like, don't hit Sebastian Shaw. He absorbs your energy yeah, and he gets stronger. Sebastian Shaw says it. Cannibal he hits literally. into him. He's like, whenever something hits me, I just get stronger and hit him back. And then Roberto's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Maybe if I hit him hard enough. I think someone even me says, more energy. he just explained he just, his powers. <laughs> I think that was Magma. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Literally. And that's why you should have chosen Magma, because obviously she's so. smarter than these two idiots, literally too. Literally why went, she's my favorite is because every time Roberto does anything stupid, she's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yes. I hate Roberto so much. Yes. <laughs> Um, during the kerfuffle here, Kitty, uh, slinks away and she like sticks her hand in the, the training room tech stuff, uh, to make it go all crazy. And in that confusion, Ileana teleports them back to the mansion and they're all safe. But the I always creepy. love that about Kitty's powers. She phases through electrical stuff. It just like Breaks. gets messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Could you spell that? I don't even know what I did. Bizarre noise. What's the language of origin? Where's Doug Ramsey for us? He can. And uh, that that creepy cat lady like went with them and was like, "Hey, Wolfsbane, 
You want to be friends? Yeah, because she like helps them get out her toes. Yeah. 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 And then they're like, come with us. You don't belong here. And she's like, no, I like it here. All right, weird cat lady. Like, yeah, comic keep her there so she's not in the comic anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She creeps me out. Yeah, man. Team America should join the Hellions. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know, they all got murdered instead. (laughs) She reminds me of a Lowland Persian. (laughs) <laughs> Which is the creepiest thing in the yeah. world. Everybody was so disappointed by that. Oh my god. It's awful. A Black Anyways. Panther Persian? Yeah. What is wrong with this thing's face? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I gave it people hands. Lily's been watching uh, the Pokemon Sun and Moon show lately and I saw her watching it with the Lowland Persian. I was like, oh god, what's that? <laughs> oh lord. Did you see there's a Netflix original Pokemon series? Like Ash starts over his adventure? No. In the new zone? What's the new sword and shield? What's Galar. That place Galar. I think it's in the Galar region. And he like fu- fucking flies Lugia in the second episode. It's really interesting. Huh. It's pretty good. It's very new anime. Gotcha. Like that style of like, you know, it's, it's weird. Because huh. um, yeah, Sun and Moon, they completely redid the anime style. Yes. From the last 20 years. Ow. <laughs> All right. So that's a wrap on issues 13 through 17. Now we can get to the good issues. (laughs) We've all agreed as we're reading through this, we're all saying, oh, this is getting better. And then we get to the Demon Bear Saga next episode. And we're all like, "Okay, now we see why this book lasted almost 10 years. Like buckle up, people, because it's good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Definitely some growing pains in the early arcs. But yeah, each each issue, which makes sense very specifically. The first episodes are really bad yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, I oh really didn't God. like them at all issues one through six and then i was like what it was is a chore this? to read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 13 through 17 a perfect analog for their teen years they really start to come into their own mm-hmm. and then once they turn 18 they're good to go g2 g not what i meant <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what you meant oh man <laughs> Well, cat's yeah. eye, you know what I mean? With eyes going in two different directions. <laughs> and that stupid perm. <laughs> Puts a it's perm on a cat good. and thinks it's a good idea. Anyway. Uh, Taylor, do you want to plug your stuff? Uh, give me a second. All right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Do you want somebody else to plug your stuff for you? Taylor, you can we, plug my where, stuff where can day. we find you? You can find me on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Throwlash Gaming. That's T-H-R-O-L-A-S-H. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, uh, which is YouTube.com slash Throwlash. Uh, twi- uh, Twitter, excuse me, is at Throwlash. And I think that's it, to be honest. You know, I had this whole thing like ready to go while I was driving over here and I forgot all of it. Um, <laughs> I do I, that all the time. time. I like practice bad. and practice. And then it's I get here bad. and I was like, ah! um, I usually, I'm a, a, a video game player. So I usually do Minecraft, but I'm also thinking about branching out into some other games from way back in the day, like 2002. Like it's really not that far away, which is 18 years. Oh my God, that's really far away. Have you done anything with the Minecraft dungeon stuff? Oh, it's so good. You got a beta key. I did. I watched some of that episode. So I I played it on Twitch the other day. Oh, man, it's good. That's awesome. It's really good. It's the cool thing about it, and we can talk about this later. Anyways. um, (laughs) Trying to help you plug your stuff. So, yeah, the the cool thing with with dungeons is it's Diablo, but you don't pick a class. Like, as you progress, you get different gear, uh, and you can change on the fly, which is really neat. The other cool thing about it is they put enchantments on each piece of equipment that can be different for per equipment, et cetera, et cetera, um, to the point where you can play the game almost any way you want to. Um, somebody just beat the game without weapons, just punching things for one damage. <laughs> There's pun- oh, man. So I like, love punching dudes. Dude, so have you ever played <laughs> Minecraft? Like Minecraft? Minecraft? Yeah. yeah. So you punch a tree. That's the first thing you do. Uh-huh. This guy was like, well, I want to punch everything and kill it. So he went through the entire game punching things. Oh, that's rad as hell. It's amazing. Absolutely <laughs> right. amazing. Uh, by the way, his name is Pixel Riffs without the E. Um, okay. So just check him out. He's a cool dude. Anyways, uh, I stream usually Wednesdays starting 530-ish Eastern and Sundays 1230-ish Eastern. Cool. So Nice. Nice. Thanks, bro. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye. That's a thick ass bar. Damn. Damn. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including Season 1 of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things.